And we are back in DF Universe for a bonus round. Uh, welcome back, brother. Peace to God. Peace. Um, we were talking about um, when we started the podcast, how you don't have IG or Facebook um, other than you were told to set them up and um, just for the business purpose of your nonprofit. And uh, I found an interesting article today. Uh, the Security and Exchange Commission that uh, regulates business and trading, um, they decided today, um, Friday, yesterday actually, they suspended 15 companies for improper trading. Um, I remember you telling me about the uh, movie Social Dilemma and how the impact of um, social media on our normalcy or our everyday um, situations of life and how they've impacted it so much that life as itself no longer exists like we used to know it. Uh, the impact of social media is um, changing life itself. And um, this is big news in the corporate community that the SEC would stop the trading of people like um, one of the people that they stopped the trading for was a uh, GameStop. Here's a stock that's only worth like maybe $50 per stock or per share. And it had went all the way up to $200 per share just because there were people on social media rising up the price artificially. And the people that did this on social media were saying that America does this every day. The bankers do this every day. They artificially raise the price of a corporation and that's how they make their money. They guarantee their money. But when this little group does it, um, it's illegal. And I know you're not into stocks or business like that, but I, I thought it was interesting how they um took... well I, I I what I do know about stocks and all those things is that I know I I know that I don't know enough to um <laughs> intellectually speak about it. Yeah. I have I I have stocks and bonds, but um. Is is not from a place of where um, I do any of the ma manipulating. It comes from a person <clears throat> who I feel is more seasoned to me. Right, you so, hired to do that for you. Yeah, so I I, I would dare um, sit here and attempt to speak intelligently about <laughs> what someone should do with stocks and bonds and all, all that stuff and. <clears throat> And what happened with GameStop and all that? I I <clears throat> probably was as um, naive or as ignorant <clears throat> or any any person anybody else that um, 
had or had not invested in GameStop. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I, I I I don't know enough to really have an intelligent conversation about um, about GameStop or about stocks and bonds and internet stuff. I, I just was informed. Um, at some age in my life that that's something that you need to invest in. Yeah. I at this point I still don't know um what I know from a from what I've been told is that this is what you need to do. Mm. Um the benefits of that is, at this point I do not know. Yes sir. You know, um and I I have conversations with people <clears throat> with with friends um and people who have other stocks and they like to try to talk intelligently about it and i can tell you that i leave that discussion as confused as i was when i went into that that conversation so i'm not gonna sit here and kind of try to pontificate about sounding intelligent uh, you know about stocks and bonds and all that stuff i don't know and i can tell you that even with the conversation with people that think that they know i i have never left a conversation feeling like I knew anything more than when I went into that conversation. Right. Um, I, I took um, my money because I realized what they were doing, this little social group that um, is manipulating one particular stock, game stuff, and um, I'm poised to invest the next time it, it goes up artificially. And that's what the SEC tried to stop. Like, hey, you can't do that. But they say that the bankers do this all of the time. And that's how they make their money off of, their money is almost guaranteed off of stocks. But it it's like the casino. The casinos are guaranteed winners, no matter who many, how many people attend the casinos. They're going to get their money first. And then if you hit a jackpot, all praises do. Um, so that that's basically what it is. In a, yeah, there was that, that there was this thing that was going on. Um, I don't know if it was during the pandemic or right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. where um, they were asking people to. Um, there was this big Ponzi scheme. I forget the name, <laughs> but uh, I think they were calling that butterfly or <laughs> forget the name of it. But anyway, people were investing in this, and they were telling people that, um, and you know, invest but bring two other people with you, hmm. right? Hmm. And so you were investing maybe a hundred, and they were allegedly guaranteeing you that when your portion came around that mm. you were going to you were going to get your if you invested uh 100 or or 500 whatever it was you invested that you were going to get like whenever your portion came around you were going to get 15 triple that right and people were buying into that left and right, right. and i'm t- yep yeah yeah sushi that is that i think that was the name of the sushi or so, at least that it's yeah. Susu. Yeah, or at least that was one of the names of it. Right. And people were buying into that left and right. Yep. And I'm telling you, people were um, calling me and texting me saying, <laughs> brother, getting in. <laughs> brother, I just got this wise investment. You know, Susu me 
you know, $500 or $100, you know, and I was, you know, conveniently saying, uh, I respectfully would not, Bow out of that. I, I, I would not, um, participate in that whatsoever. Right. Um, I don't know anybody who susued anybody and got anything back. Maybe there was masses some that... of our people, and and they didn't get back a dime, and nobody said anything. Yeah, because I people were embarrassed. Brother, that's right. I asked a brother um, that asked me to get into it. I said, "So what happened to your your four hundred dollars?" He said, "Man, I lost eight hundred dollars." Fucking. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? I, I, you said that. Uh, I said that if if this is such a guarantee, when you asked me um, for a hundred dollars, and you were gonna give me the whole amount back, if, if it was for four hundred dollars, you get back sixteen hundred, four times the amount. So he's gonna get a hundred from me and put it in the other three hundred. And give me back the lion's share of that one. And I was like, nah, man, I, I've been there. I lost $500 over 20 years ago on Susu's. So I'm not interested. He's like, no, my, my cousin and, and them already got their money back. <laughs> I was like, hey, more power to you. But sure enough, I, I contacted him two weeks later, and he said he lost his $800. He lost twice. And that's what I told him would happen. But um, it was like we were saying yesterday about the um, the stimulus check, which was the next item on the agenda of things that I saw this week. Uh, somehow... The masses of, of our people are attracted to that stimulus. That little $1,400 means a whole lot to them. And um, more power to you. But um, if we are going to accept the $1,400, then we are in bad shape economically as a people. And uh, on that note, the House passed the President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package. And now it only has to go through the Senate. And we will receive our $1,400, brother. How are you going to spend yours? Well, I don't think it's going to come to my household. I don't think that my household is going to receive $1,400 from the stimulus And you get it for you being head of household, you would get 1400 times is it, four in your household, right? No, bro. No, that doesn't apply. You, first of all, you, you, have, to, you have to be at a certain um, economic level. level. Right. <laughs> so if your household is at Eighty thousand or less, or, or above. You yeah, don't even uh, qualify. Well, yeah, you don't even qualify. So, um, yeah, I, you know, fourteen hundred. Really, you not... let me do your taxes and you get that fourteen hundred times four. Well, I would not allow you to do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> that would not happen. I did it for other people. 
yeah. I tell you what, there's a lot of people in our little town in South Carolina going to be doing Fed time because they took that coronavirus money and qualified people for it that weren't qualified for it and got $10,000 apiece. And I know that them people are going to jail. Hmm. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I, I know as a person who has been there <laughs> that ten thousand dollars ain't worth a day in jail. Hmm. Exactly. Uh, but apparently, they thought that uh, they were super slick enough to get away with it. But you don't see that type of energy when it comes to. Um, Social injustice. Yeah. Yeah. So look, look, I get it. $1,400, that's going to impact a lot of people. Not going to trivialize that at all. Right. Um, uh, For whoever gets it, hey, God bless them. Do the right thing with it. Um, You know, it it was the right thing to do by the president um, and for the people. And for the people that gets it, great. I'm, you know, you, you know, um, use it to the best of your ability for for you and your family. Um, not going to try to um, trivialize it or talk down about it or anything like that. Um, I, I think it's a great thing. Um, it's definitely going to stimulate the economy. And the only reason why I, I personally feel like they've done it or they are doing it. It's because they know that, you know, giving people $1,400 will be given back into the economy in less than a week. Hmm. Hmm. So the government doesn't lose anything by giving you $1,400, knowing that you're going to give it right back. Like, a, you know, a, into the economy. Casino. Right. The, the casino, <laughs> shoes, stores, <laughs> clothing, you're going to give it right back. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the people that qualify for $1,400, for, for $1, those people are going to give that $1,400 back immediately. Damn right. The government would not lose that money at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to no, say any that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, no, no, none of those people that will guarantee for that money is going to save that money. Mm-hmm. That money will be given back it will be put back into the, the government, put back into the system within a week. Hmm. So the money that they gave out would be the money that would be returned. Hmm. Indeed, brother. Any news on your end that coming was, in? That was, that was an easy decision to make. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, any news on my end to make uh, regarding what? Uh, things you saw in the universe. Well, I don't uh, uh, you yes, know. Uh, births. You, I'm sorry, say that again? Any deaths or births? Um... Deaths of birth. Uh, I'm not sure how I need to respond to that. Um, you know, like we do every week. <clears throat> Cicely Tyson passed away. Yeah, but 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 you're asking me that question, so oh, you know, I look at that question in a different way <laughs> because I don't see death 
and births always in a physical capacity. Yes, sir. Because deaths and births are um, constructs, right? Yes, sir. And what I mean by constructs is is the way that we perceive life. You know, it's almost like race. Like race is really a race. Race is really a construct mm-hmm. that, like, race really doesn't exist. Like black, white, Chinese, and all that. In my in 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 the way that I understand things, race is a is a social construct. Race doesn't really exist. It only exists in the benefit of the people that believe in it. Mm. So again, so this is my perspective, right? And we can argue this or disagree with it. But the only reason why race exists in America and why race exists in different places is because of the benefit of the people who believe in it. Because there's only one race, in my opinion, and that's the human race. Hmm. So regardless of whatever your color is, you if, if you exist in this world and where you say you believe in God, or even if you don't believe in God, but if you if if you reside in this world, then there's only one race, and that's the human race, regardless of your color. Hmm. And color only makes manifestation and manifestation if you believe in it. So if you believe in racism, then there's a benefit to you believing in it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so in your benefit in believing in racism, that says that, okay, I'm going to buy into the social constructs of what racism is. And so racism is white people are here, black people are here, Chinese people are here, Indian people are here. So all of these um, social constructs mean something to you. Now, that is a reality in America. Because in America, and in, and in, even in certain countries, those so- social constructs have benefited these countries. Hmm. Right? And, and, and so in benefiting these countries, the white race has been able to benefit more than any other race. Because they believe that their race is the predominant race and therefore they're the predominant people. Well, if you are any other race and you buy into that, then you also believe, whether it's intentional or unintentional, that this race is dominant. Even if you're saying the black man is God, and I believe the black man is God, but you're buying into the social construct that even in America, the white man is proceeding to be God, then you are buying in the social construct that the white man is God. Even though you're saying that you believe the black man is God. Yes, sir. And 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 so in in and so then there 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 becomes this hypocrisy in in really what you say you believe and really really what you really believe. Because if you really believe that the black man is God, then the white man's superior, superiority doesn't exist. And I think that was the power of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable, um, uh, the, the Honorable Marcus Garvey. Yes, sir. Because they were trying to remove those social constructs in terms of black people and how they saw themselves. Hmm. And and so I'm I'm saying that to say that, you know, if you remove your understanding of the social construct of color, of race, 
then you understand that man is God, that woman is God. But until you can do that, then there's another race that will supreme over you all, that will supreme over you all day, every day. Mm. And, I, and, and so the power of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Master Farad Muhammad and the power of Master Farad Muhammad, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and um, the brother from Jamaica, um, um, Marcus, Marcus Ga- Messiah, Messiah, Marcus Messiah Garvey, and, and what they believe, and what they believe is you need. We needed to change that ideology in terms of black people. Yes, sir. And until we change that ideology in terms of black people, then we, unfortunately, you know. We don't know who we are. And as a result of not knowing who we are, then we can't be who we are. Indeed. We are at the 21-minute mark in DF and Universe. Any other news, brother? No, bro. Um, I think uh, that is my... Um... <laughs> you little soapbox for this week. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. What about yourself? Um, it says that uh, Pfizer has a one-shot deal on the coronavirus that's working pretty good in the UK. That means it'll probably be over here shortly as well. I know Johnson and Johnson had um a one-shot coronavirus um immunization shot. So is, is is that a shot that you're going to take? Mm, I think I'm going to take it, but I'm not uh, in any rush to take it. I do want to travel out of um, the country, and they're going to make it mandatory that you cannot leave the country without those shots. Even if the United States is lenient on the immunization, um, States, um, countries that you may want to travel to are going to be demanding that you have those papers. Okay. How, how, how do you, how do you, I'm sorry? That's a shame. But that's how, how, it's going to be. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a shame or not. But um, how do you think that you have held up um, through this whole corona thing? I mean, it's almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just being in um, seclusion, uh, I, I I saw a um, oh man, what was it? what was this thing called? Anyway, I saw this um, what do you call these things when you see them on Facebook or whatever? Um, I forget whatever it's called. But anyway, I saw this thing on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it it, it, it it was showing people who um, uh, people who were dealing with um, the pandemic and people who weren't. And the, the, the what was funny about it is it said felons versus non-felons, right? 
and it was showing what a type picture. Versus, what type? This was something I. It was some funny icon or some, uh, some funny thing that I saw on Facebook, and it was showing um, a caption of felons versus non felons, <laughs> like and it was felons? showing felon. Yeah, felons versus non felons, <laughs> right? And, it, and and so there was this picture of <laughs> felons um, dealing with the pandemic and felons. Um, or people, felons who, people who are felons and people who are not felons. <laughs> and so it was showing a, pe- a picture of people that weren't felons and how crazy they were going during the pandemic because they were isolated and locked up. Mm-hmm. And then it was showing a picture of felons who had been locked up <laughs> and how they were dealing with the pandemic. <laughs> and so it had this picture of people that were felons that were just like chilling, like nigga, I've been locked up for fucking, you know, twenty whatever X years, you know, pandemic kind of shit to me. Where it was showing another picture of people that were fe- that were non felons and how they were going crazy <laughs> being locked up. Couldn't take it, right? I thought it was, I thought it was funny because I was like, you know what? I get this, I get it, I get it, because get it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So going back to um, going that you'll get the shot or not get the shot. Um, you know. Uh, so yeah. So you said that you you probably will get the shot. Yeah. Um, just oh. for traveling purposes, unless I don't travel. But um, okay. I thought that um, it would be nice to see this globe before I um had to kick my own bucket. Mm-hmm. So that that's just my motivation. It's not um something that um mandatory. But uh I've um like for last year I stayed in the house a lot. But this year I'm starting to get up and go back to Manhattan. I met James for a workout, I told you on Friday, so when the gyms are empty, pretty much empty. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess that says a lot about people suffering from it and uh, people that uh, it's not affecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an iceberg that um, the size of New York City that broke off in Antarctica, brother. What say you to that? I say absolutely nothing because I know nothing about the iceberg that broke off. <laughs> Just give me a rundown of current events. Okay. Um, okay. I see they got Larry Flint on this list of people that died in 2021. Wow, I didn't know that. This is the guy that uh, the founder and editor of um, Playboy magazine. Hustler magazine, not Playboy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's the real pornograph. I didn't know he died. He makes such a big deal. Of February 10th mm-hmm. of heart failure. 78 years old. Yeah, I didn't know that either. 
Um, but, you know, for whatever it's worth, I think that um, if, if there's nothing that um, you have learned or nothing that you've gained over the last year um, during the pandemic, if, if there's no self-reflection, if you haven't built anything or you haven't done anything um, that's new, if you can't look back at your life and there's something that is different about your life, uh, I, I I think that's a, a red flag. I think there's something that um, <laughs> um, you might need to a- examine, hmm. right? Because there was an opportunity that was created, whether it was by your will or by someone else's will. But if you didn't do anything and you didn't learn anything, you didn't do anything different, I, I think that um, that speaks volumes to where you might be in life. Mm-hmm. And I think that where you might be in life is stuck. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't do anything then during this pandemic, that means that you're not going to do anything different when it changes. Hmm. That means that means that you are stuck in a particular place in life. Wow. Indeed. Somebody called um speaking of the uh, pandemic, someone from the NBA called Jeremy Lin. I don't know if you remember him from the Knicks, the Asian um pop-up star. Somebody called him um, a walking virus. He won't won't disclose who said it to him. What kind of virus? You know, trying to associate racism with Asians is where they're trying to associate Asians with coronavirus. Wow, I, I think that's just disheartening. Well, or not worthy, you know, conversation. Um, there are too many black people that have died that aren't Asian. So if they're saying that Jeremy Lin or some Asian person is a walking virus, then crap. You know, what does that mean for all the thousands of people that are in the black community that have died? <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure German Lin wasn't in those communities. Hmm. So what's the ju- what's the justification of saying that he's X Y Z? I I I think the ignorance of of what people know, or understand, or are willing to know or understand about the virus uh, speaks volumes to that. Indeed, and that's it for this week, brother. We are at the 31-minute mark in DF in the universe. Any last words, solutions, analysis? But I don't know. That, I don't know that we ever come with solutions. Um, I think we come with um, um, we come with challenges. We come with growth. We come with um, with, with with opportunities. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I think that, um, you know, 
maybe maybe I, maybe I have a problem with solutions, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I think that everybody's looking for a easy solution to a difficult problem, mm-hmm. and I and I think that that's why I crack. I think that's why drugs. I think that's why <laughs> alcohol, you know, be, becomes prevalent in our communities <laughs> because everybody's looking for a easy solution. You know, and 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 I I just don't think it's fair to look for easy solutions to difficult problems. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's what everybody wants. And I'm not talking about poor people. I'm talking about rich people. I'm talking about you know people with addictions. Everybody's looking for an easy. Right. A problem. Uh, they're looking for an easy solution. What? What's the solution? Let me talk to this doctor. Let me talk to that doctor. Let me talk to this person. Mm. You know, because I I want to fix my child. I want to fix myself. I'm. What's the easy solution? Mm. The easy solution is understanding that. It's understanding that there was a a long process that got you where you where you are. Indeed. You you want an easy solution to a difficult process. Your difficult process has probably been generational. Mm. You, the, the, the problem that you're facing, the problem that your child is facing, the problem that your relationship is facing didn't happen overnight. <laughs> so you, you're coming to an expert and you're asking an expert, how do I fix this? My 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 complex answer or my easy answer to what you want. Here's here's my easy answer. My easy answer to your complex problem is that it didn't start overnight. Hmm. And there it is. Once again, we have explored the universe of ideas, thoughts, and feelings. And on that note, brother, I hope you and your family have a great week. And we are in a position to come back next week with some more of our thoughts, feelings, and ideas in the effing universe. Inshallah. Inshallah. All right, brother. You have a good night, and we'll talk next week. Peace to the universe.